This is your girl, Sylvia. She, her, and hers. This is Tori. She, her, and hers. This is the podcast where crazy never sleeps. The stories never end. That's correct. Yeah. Finally, we got it. I thought it was the stories never end because crazy never sleeps. No. I started off with I don't know. We might have to go back and check. The stories never end because crazy never sleeps. I always started first and then you would go in after me. And I, my part was I might always... Have to, I might have to go back to that. You have a poor memory. No. I might, I, I might have to go uh, back. Because I know I was like, the cra- crazy stories never end. No. Maybe that's what it is. No, crazy that's stories right. never end? The stories never okay, I, Crazy never sleep. Now. now, we're going to have to go back. Yeah. We're going to have to go back to and bring it back up yeah. and figure it out. Yeah. Or, or think of a whole new tagline. But I like the crazy, you know, crazy, crazy never, never sleeps. sleeps. And the stories never, never end. end. That's it. Crazy and never story- sleeps in the and the stories never end. That's what it That's is. That's it. Bingo. That's we got it. it. We got it. <laughs> See, as soon as the old brain it's just, starts to it's fire, just that. yeah, it's yeah. just that. Yeah. Um, we're here at Kellogg Bowl in Milwaukee doing a live. What are you bringing? A to the live table? episode of What's Updates. Yes, they're and playing. Episode. Uh, they're, and you can probably hear in the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, 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 10 seconds. 10 seconds. I know. Before Are we, we going to get in trouble because this is on the recording? Hey, this, hey we can't control for it. it. We can't I know. control They're it. They're paying for it. We're in this, public. We did not. This is public. It's happening. We're not playing We're it. not it's playing in the background. Our, yeah. We didn't put this on. I wouldn't put this on. I'd be putting something this else is, on. Uh, this is like middle school dance oh, yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you Taylor know. Dane, Tell It to My Heart. Yeah. Yeah. 1980, what? Esk. 80-ish. 80 87-ish. Yeah. Because I think I was middle school. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not good with time, like time I don't know frames Let, and let's time Google lines. It. Let's Google it. Taylor Day and tell it to but my heart. I don't remember. Keep talking. I'm googling. Uh, was this like pre Madonna? It was around, around that Madonna. Si- well, it was like um, I think Material Girl Madonna. Okay. Not yeah, 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 yeah. Because then it because after Material Girl was the what was the other album that yeah. was? This is where we need Ginger. Where's our Ginger. producer? Ginger. 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 Where are you at? All right, Taylor Dane. We're gonna tell go it back. to my heart. Um, and I, I actually like that song. I, you know? I, I tell, tell it to, it to my I, heart. I, I love it. Tell it to yeah. Tell it to my heart, people. Tell me I'm the only one. Right. Oh, 1988. Oh, I said 87. So okay. Was, yeah. So that right. would have been that would have been my freshman year. Oh. I would have already graduated from high school. Because you're old. I'm old school. you old. I am old school. So Hey, I'm OG. That's okay. <laughs> you know? Old. OG. You're an old G. <laughs> <laughs> old gal. Old gal. <laughs> old, okay, that, I'm going to have to leave that gal to your white side. <laughs> old, old gal. Yeah. Old, old girl. Gal. Old. Just like fiddle fart. <laughs> That's and Jason. Fiddle, what was the other one? Uh, oh, fiddle sticks. Fiddle sticks. Fiddle sticks. Fiddle fart. Oh, fiddle sticks. Oh, tiddlywinks. Yeah. 
<laughs> what else? What else? Oh God, there's oh, all kinds of goodness. Them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're here at the Bridgetown Bowling Tournament. Um, it is. Uh, let's see. I should probably look it up. And well, we're gonna actually interview someone. Yeah. I think the tournament director. I don't know what his name is though. Oh. Well. Whatever it is. Whatever. Jason, what? Jason set up some people to be interviewed, but I don't think he sent me yeah. any of their names. <laughs> so, so it'll be a surprise for us. Uh, and it, hopefully yeah. we did run one of their stories on here. Like, you know, because you don't know. We're six degrees oh, away from know. people. We don't know what's happening. We don't <laughs> so know. So who knows? You I might know. I don't think so. They might know somebody. They might know somebody. the serial cheater Emily Clark. They might. That you learned hey. about today. If you listen to today, today's yeah. episode that came out at five o'clock today. Oh, it came you out. You learned, learned about Emily Clark, yeah. the serial cheater. And you did do a little Local research. Counselor. A little bit more so, research. Yeah, so I dug in a little bit more because yeah. uh, I guess this would be considered a what's, what's update. You want a what's I update? Think so, yeah. yeah. What's update yeah. this shit? What is your what's update? Yeah. Um. So I was curious because when we talked about the story, noted she we was a counselor. Ethics. And so I looked, we looked at her website and da da da. I noticed she was an MSW that she didn't have her license. So I was curious and Licensure is public record, so right. you can look up anybody who has a license to yep. find out is their license active, if they've had any disciplinary issues, all that oh, information. That's public? Oh, yeah, all public information. Oh, wow. yeah. So I looked on the Oregon Board of Social Workers. Mm -hmm. It appears that she does not have a license. I, this is where we need the button that goes, what? <laughs> yeah. Like the, like the record scratch? Something. Yeah. 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 Um, although on her website, to be fair, it does just say MSW. Okay. So she doesn't portray herself on her website as having a license. So this is where we kind of... But I wondered if she... What I had wondered was sometimes when you don't have your license, you, you're pre-licensed. So you're right. what's called a CSWA, which is a Certified Social Worker Associate. It means you're going through Working, the licensure yeah. process. But normally people would put that like on their as part of their credentials, on especially on their like website of you know their... Their practice. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes people don't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so she did have a CSWA at one point. Which is the associate. Yes. That means, means she's you're working in, towards. Yeah, which means you're under supervision. You go and check in with a regular. You have to meet with a licensed clinical social worker yeah. um, twice a month. Um, and, you know. Talk about cases, talk yeah. about ethics dilemmas. Transference. Yeah. And, all, of the, you know. all of the things that happen yes. when you're a therapist. Yes. So she had a license in 2015. However, it's currently not active. So what that means usually is the person was going through the process and either like dropped stopped. out of supervision. Yeah. Um, yes. Just stopped. For whatever reason. Yeah. So because maybe she. So at this time. Anything could have happened. Right. So at this time, her and that quote unquote professional cuddler are at the same level. Pretty much. I mean, all she has is a master's in social work. So she doesn't have a license to, you know, she doesn't license clinical social work. Which means that if you take her on as your therapist, then if she does something unethical. Yes, that's a good point. There's, there's no, no board to report to. Yeah. yeah. She can continue, right. not unless she does something criminal. Right. And which then you then can report, you can report right. as a, and, a criminal uh, behavior. And you could, you know, do, you could file a malpractice lawsuit against her. But in regards to any type of 
board disciplinary. There is yeah. no board governing her work. Right. So, yeah, that's, I mean, and there, there is nothing against the rules of anybody who has a master's degree hanging a shingle and saying, uh-huh. I do therapy. There's no rule against However, that. There's no rule against that. So However, do your research, people. But I myself, if I were to seek out a therapist, would probably want someone who was licensed under a board. So if something that I felt they did, I would have uh, some sort of recourse. Right. That's unethical. Yeah. So, like, you know, Emily serial Clark, cheating, practicing you know? therapist under a master's of social work. Oh, I thought you were going to say under a mask. <laughs> under a mask. <laughs> she is under a bit of a you mask. You know, you know. Well, then why don't you talk about what you saw on her Twitter? How she, that she originally posted the apology and yes. then. Somebody had uh, posted the story about her uh, cheating. Mm-hmm. So um, somebody posted on Twitter and then there was following comments about that she had made an, you know, she did an apology. Right. And then later came back with another Twitter post saying, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm just being basically they're just sweating me because right. they don't think that I could with my body type mm-hmm. be able to finish a marathon. Right. And I looked at her body type and I was like, no, I think you could finish a marathon. Oh, she could definitely. finish. I just don't think that you could finish in the top six or the at top. It's the way she was. Yeah, exactly. Claiming to do yeah. a six minute mile. Exactly. Like, no, boo. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like. You stick to your 12-minute mile. Yeah. That, that's and probably that's, legit. I mean, that's legit. Yeah. I, I, that's I that's legit. a 12-minute mile. And then as I you get more and more tired, mile. you're probably doing an 18-minute, right. a 20-minute. Right. But you probably could have finished mm-hmm. just not at the And I did read it because I, 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 I Googled again the other day, yesterday, just to see if there were any other happenings. Yeah. And it, there was a more another article that, that she talked about the alleged asthma attack. Oh yeah. And that she had to sit down and that she did because we we talked about the inhaler. inhaler that yeah. She did do the inhaler. So she's sticking with the story is that she had an asthma attack. That's why her times were so different. To six minutes? That's a that's from a six minute mile. From twelve is, minutes to six minutes. She cut that in half. Yeah. And no, no. Yeah. No. I d I don't believe it. I don't I I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe it. it, Emily. I don't. You're a serial cheater. <laughs> like I said, you can run if you want to. And you know what? <laughs> Credibility is everything. It don't matter what you say. Exactly. And guess what, boo? Let's say you did complete the mile the way that you say you did. Your credibility is shot. Right. No, you've been caught point. cheating riding a bicycle. Well, and <laughs> taken, you know, in the jacuzzi. Like the uh, um, the Twitter guy said, like the Y racing folks were very gracious. Oh, yeah. And now she's like basically shitting in their faces, oh, yeah. like you know. And I I agree with the guy that posted like, well, she should uh, be disqualified from any future future events. Future. Yeah, like that's, that's right. it. You don't get to participate yeah. in these. That's right. You've proven that you are not trustworthy, and you like they basically have, have cheated. To have you on GPS. whether you cheated in this current recent Chicago Marathon or not, you have been caught cheating. Yeah. What five or more previous Races? ones that we counted up? Yeah, and admitted to it. So, no, you don't get to say you didn't do that. You admitted right. to it. Right. So it's like yeah. damn. 
Trump and his cronies saying there was no quid pro quo and now there's two quid pro quo. Yeah, no, now there's not quid pro quo. But that's how it was with the so other no Russian like, meetings. No uh, cheating. Did meet okay, with some I cheated. People, no, I didn't. Well, we cheat. talked about adoption. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Hillary's emails did pop up, but her email. Right. And what did you say? You brought up a uh, that, what was founded that about those there was emails? No systematic uh, violation um, in her emails. Right. Of uh, what did they call it? Breach or yeah. Or, but there know. was a systematic attempt to make this a big scandal. Oh, which yeah. WikiLeaks mm -hmm. and the Russians mm -hmm. and Facebook all participating, as well as Twitter participating in that pushing that yep. stupid propaganda. Yep. So yeah. All right, so do you want to do some stories? Yes. And then uh, we'll uh, take a break and see if we can get some of these people that we're supposed to interview oh, over yeah. here before this shit starts. All right, you ready All for right. this one? Bring it. Black high school security guard fired for telling student not to call him an N-word. Are you kidding me? Maybe that should have been a rapid fire. Are you kidding me? <laughs> do you think that should have been Fucking a rapid hell. fire? So here it is. A black high school security guard was fired after school, said he violated, or the school said they, that he violated their zero tolerance policy for using the N-word when he told the student not to call him the N-word. Marlon Anderson, a security assistant at Madison West High School in Wisconsin, said he got called a bit, and then blankety blank ass in by a student and responded, do not call me an N. The school then fired him. What? This is with the schools. Regardless of the context or circumstances, racial slurs are not tolerated in our schools. Karen Boren, the principal at the high school, said in an email to parents Wednesday. Fucking Karen. Yeah. Anderson said that he was planning on fighting against the school district over his firing. The employee handbook allows for the security guard to appeal the school's decision, and the teachers union said they had already filed an appeal. The students at Madison planned a walkout Friday to support Anderson. The school had five incidences last year where teachers or staff used racist slurs in the presence of students. This is the only incident of the school's zero policy being used this year. Zero tolerance policy. So let's use the zero year. tolerance against the black man who was racially what else is new again? Yeah, exactly. What else is new? Yeah. You know, we're going to go hot, hot and heavy. We're going to go in hot and heavy because yep. of a welfare check. Yep. We're going to kill somebody there. Yep. And then we're going to go hot and heavy yep. because somebody tells a student, do not call me that word. Yep. And I'd like to know what happened to the student. Oh, Was probably the student nothing. suspended? Probably nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh. um, so it says, oh, so that's the end of the story on that. So well, he's going to be appealing. I'm hoping we can get some what's updates I would on this. Like to say that I'm surprised, right? But I am not. Yeah. And it just—it's just another day in America. Another day in America, KKK. Another day, A fucking racist. But America. again, we bring these issues because white privilege is there. Yeah, these are examples of what people of color mm -hmm. endure. And we cannot continue to say there is no white privilege right. 
and that, you know, people of color, you guys must be crazy. Right. Because exactly. no, we treat you just the same. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <sighs> Good. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about a subject matter that's important to the hearts and minds of the people here today. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, serious. Uh, not so serious. No, I just want to talk to you, talk about the um, International Gay Bowling Organization. Oh, okay. Um, Jason sent me this info. Um, it's an organization that's primary function is to, quote, provide educational services, communication avenues, and social opportunities to promote the sport of bowling and to enrich the lives of individuals through leagues and tournaments worldwide. Uh, for over 39 years, um, the IGBO, the IGBO, IGBO. Um, has been solidifying the sport of bowling in the gay community and creating a vast network of communication between all gay leagues and tournaments. Um, IGBO has helped over 160 gay leagues, 65 tournaments, and reached out to 9,000 members to help them find nice. leagues and tournaments to participate in. Cool. Um, it is a not-for-profit not organization. Not one person on the board receives a salary of any type. We are 100% volunteers. Um, they operate an extremely small budget and rely on league and membership dues to continue operating from year to year. And the reason why we're bringing up this is because this What's Updates episode. What's Update? What's what's, update? What's, what's, what's your update? Uh, is in reference to our West Seattle Bowl um, story from many episodes ago. And um, I think Jason said that they're hosting... The tournament do you remember what he said about that let me let uh -huh. me bring that up um they're hosting or whoever's hosting this this tournament is also hosting right. us here so, at kellogg bowl here's some information about igbo um yeah may 2020 seattle is hosting the annual tournament and they're expecting up to 600 bowlers and I'm assuming that that's going to be at West Seattle Bowl. We'll have, to, we'll have to ask Jason. Where'd he go? I'm assuming this We're gonna is We're going to have to get his practice. ass over here. This is so, like practice, practice um, night or what is this? I think this, this is one tournament? of the, no, I think this is one of the tournaments that is um, Like a lead up to yeah, the big yeah, one? Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get Jason over here and get some details. Yeah. So we do, um, I did take some video of some of the, <laughs> of some of the names. Some of the names. So we have Smooth. Um, we have Only Foreplay. Yeah, you know, I think I might vote We're for that one. Mice. I might, I might. You vote only for want that one. play. That's what yeah. I hear. Yeah. And then ultrasonic bowling. Yeah, that's yeah. a boring name. Come on, let's I want to know one. Jason's team's name is nine. Is just not, not enough. enough. Oh, because nine pins. Because there's ten probably. Oh, I, I'm. I expect better from him. Uh, They've yeah. had some. I was. I was actually names. thinking maybe it was more like um, nine. Partners at a time is just not a lot. Oh, well, maybe. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's be, what it, it could be. be. Um, yeah. So let's uh, take Dick a break. Cider. I'd like to know what where they came up with that. What is Dickens maybe Cider? That, maybe they're sponsored by the oh. Cider Company. Oh, maybe. Dickens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's take a break and yep. get Jason over here and get some interview shit going on up in here. Yes. All right. We'll All be right back. Bye. All right. Welcome back. back. To, what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? Well, we have our. Is, is that our next interview person? We have okay. our guest, our human calculator. Yes, <gasps> yes, a real life calculator. No, you don't try to get away from this. Yeah, yeah. This so is we, we have, have, we our, have our, our corrector, our live our calculator is in our, our presence. Criticizer. No, I did, that's not what we should say. Um, our top critic. Our top critic. Yes, yes. yes. So, yeah. um, why don't you introduce yourself? 
Tell us your name for the people that don't know you. So I am Jason. I'm Tori's older cousin. I live in Seattle. Older, older cousin, older yes. A few months. Um, excuse me. Hello. Like almost oh, a year. 13, sorry. You were born in February. I was born in March. Okay. 11 months. 72. I was born in 73. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're here, Jason, at your Bridgetown tournament. Yes. And thank you both for coming. Thank you for telling us about this. Um, why don't you tell our listeners? How long have you been bowling? Oh, my God. Grade school. Grade school. And then I took a break. What was the league that you played in in grade school? Chocolate milk. It was the chocolate milk league. You bowled one game. You got a little half pint of chocolate milk. You went and bowled the second game. Who got you bowling? My dear, wonderful cousin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we bowled together until... So I graduated high school, so 91. 91. Yeah. And I started the adult leagues with dad until 92. Yeah. yeah. And then college got the best of me. And then I moved to Alaska and I didn't bowl again until 2008 when I moved back to Seattle. And where do you bowl at in Seattle? West Seattle Bowl. One of the best houses around, especially for LGBTQ friendly. We have three leagues going now that wow. are either a combination straight LGBT or they are majority LGBT. That's awesome. Yes. So you sent us the link about link about the Igbo. Yes. So it's International Gay Bowling Organization. It's global. Uh, most of the tournaments are in the U.S., but it is. All about fellowship, supporting LGBT community. Is this considered an Igbo this tournament? It's an Igbo tournament. Um, so normally what each of the tournament directors will do is they'll pick an organization within their community. And part of the entry fees will go to one of those organizations. Comes your wonderful uh, husband. So, uh, and then Igbo itself hosts an, a mid-year tournament in November-ish. And then an annual tournament in May. And that's so, the one you sent us the info about. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be in Seattle. 2020 annual tournament is going to be in Seattle. We hosted mid-year several years ago. Last year, our team that's here today went to Reno for the mid-year tournament. What so was that team name? What was that team name? That <laughs> was year? that the back end or the... The back end approach? No, <laughs> I think it was... I don't know. This year is nine is just not enough. Why nine is not enough? Because nine pins doesn't count as a strike. Well, that's not risky. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little this, disappointed in you boys. This is on the air. Um, have you not fucking heard my fucking mouth on this fucking podcast? Well, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, we have had some very creative names. Yes. Uh, back end approach. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hip to bottomus. Hip to bot. That was the one. Hip to bottomus. That one, but I do have a very nice graphic on my phone. There was something about balls too, wasn't there? A ball one. I did a logo for yes, two of them. There was. There was. It had the balls with the two pins. It made it look like a yeah a penis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. So the May tournament yes. is that going to be at West Seattle? It will be at two bowling houses because there's probably going to be 600 plus bowlers. Will one of those so, be West Seattle? Yes, one will be West Seattle. They're going to be doing doubles and singles, I believe, and then Highline, which is just down south in Burien, will be doing the team event. Awesome. Because it's so big, they have to split it. One house just can't host it over the weekend. Um, the mid-year we were able to do, but we split it between houses. Last year we were at the National Bowling Stadium, which was huge, so they could host the entire event. Awesome. So, um, what's your average? 
Which league? I don't know. Like just average uh, so of averages. This, this tournament, I'm going in with 198. That's pretty good. Uh, my Thursday league, I have a 206. My oh, that's really good. Sunday league, I have a 208. Ooh. My Tuesday league, because it's a beer drinking league, even though I don't drink beer, I only have like a 197. Mm. I don't know what's going on. What's your highest score? You've ever bowled? 286. 286. That was 10 strikes in a row, and then I was so nervous, I threw an eight count, and I threw it in the gutter. Still elusive 300 out there. There is. I have strung 12 out, but it's been between two games, so like the last five and the front seven. <sighs> so I know I can do it. It's just too nervous you when can you actually do are doing it in one game. So um, is this tournament like uh, you win awards, or how we does this do. work? You win cash, and then this particular tournament, Bridgetown, each year they pick a bridge within Portland, oh, and yeah. they have a, it's almost like a shadow box made yes. with these little wooden carvings of the various bridges. Ooh, yeah. nice. So it, it, they're all hand done. They're very nice. Uh, most of the other tournaments will have, like the our annual tournament that we do is called Espresso Cup in January, so it's oh, always course, coffee, coffee. Yeah. So we've had ceramic mugs, we've had mm. plastic coffee cups. Nice. Um, um, so, yeah, it's just, it's, so this tournament consists of a team play? Team play, doubles, and singles tomorrow. And so tonight is team? Tonight is team. Yeah. And who are you doubling with? I am doubling with Hector. Doubling with Hector. Yes. And your team is you, Hector? Marvin and Andrew. Okay. Andrew. Yes, yeah. the four amigos. Yes, the four amigos. The four amigos. Yes. Um, did you win anything last year? Did you? We did. Place? Hector and I are defending doubles champions. Oh shit! Well, yes. shut your mouth. Different bowling house, but oh, we're, well, yeah, okay. We're here, we're here to Any concern about the lanes tonight? You know, they're old wooden lanes. Okay. So uh, Tori and I grew up on those. But if you have the more aggressive balls for the synthetic lanes, you like got aggressive balls. Is that what you're yes. saying? You have aggressive Very balls. Very aggressive balls. Will you be um, cleaning your balls today? You know what? <laughs> The USBC, the United States Bowling Congress, whatever, has implemented a new rule that you cannot use liquid on your balls. <laughs> you can't have your balls wet? During game play. So you can clean them beforehand. You can clean them after. But if you're doing doubles and singles in the same day, you are not allowed to put liquid cleaner on your balls. At you? all? No. And next so you can't year, have wet balls? Right. No wet balls. And so you can have dirty year, balls? Next year, they're implementing that if you have... Three finger holes, you must fill all three fingers or all three holes. You have so to put all your holes, your finger you in all the holes. You have to fill the holes, yeah. You so can't those, have wet balls. you got to put your holes and yeah, so fingers in have, all the holes. If you've got four holes because you have a counterbalance, that really sucks. How do you, what the? But if you're a double-hander and you don't put your thumb in, you cannot physically have a thumb hole in the What? Unless the? you use the same ball for a spare. It's really crazy. And who, but who's going to tell? Who's going to know? Like, well, is there going to be someone like checking to make sure your so hand is, your fingers are in the holes? Some of these tournaments, <laughs> we do have some very aggressive bowlers. Mm -hmm. We do have professional bowlers that join our Seattle Espresso Cup every year. Mm -hmm. Um, they're not the ones to worry about, but we have seen arguments where somebody's like, you can't use that cleaner. And it's like, yes, it's so you're gonna have US, some or it's USBC anytime, which meant you could use it anytime during play. Yeah. Now they've taken that rule out. So there are people that take bowling very, very seriously. And if you're doing something you're not supposed to, they'll let you know. So you can wipe your bowls. You can wipe them, but you can't put liquid cleaner. But you just can't get them wet. Your towel can't be wet either. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's some serious yeah. shit. So Why? it's supposed to even out the game play. So as you're bowling, your ball will start absorbing oil. And so if you're using the cleaner, you'll get rid of that oil. The only time they'll make an exception is sometimes the ball returns will get a rubber streak on your ball. And if you can't get that off with just 
Yeah. It, you can approach the tournament director or your league officers to get approval to put a cleaner on to clean the, the grid. Wow. It, it, it is. It's, it's kind of, but they're trying to level the playing field. And so there's ways you can drill the ball to make it go really straight and then really snap at the end. And so they're, that's why they're getting rid of this counterbalance hole that if you're going to wow. offset your drill, you have to put that extra finger hole in there. And so you're trying to play with four fingers instead of three fingers. Or Any shanking going on around here? Like, are people, like, in the bathroom pulling well, a Tanya Harding on people no, with fingers? I they, mean, They will try to liquor you up. Oh. Uh, now, is that up. for play? I mean, I well, see that foreplay. Is that for the foreplaying or what is that for? It's for a little bit of everything. Oh. Yeah. And then there's always trash talking. If you, you know, if you strung a few out and your teammates are like, yeah, yeah. don't get a split, then you end up throwing a split. Now, what about ball. fighting? No, Any fights? we have in Strict my rules? years of being on LGBT, I've only seen one fight, and that was actually between Hector and one of our other bowlers. It wasn't well; it was kind of a fight. Um, <laughs> not hand, not slapping. Oh, what no, are we they, talking like they, this? The guy came at our friend, and our friend blocked it, and was chasing him around the bowling alley. <laughs> it was. It was what? shocking. Was he drunk? Was a person drunk or no. something? <gasps> so. <clears throat> Our, te our, te our team back then had this habit of heckling each other. Oh. And so this guy was bowling right next to us. There was some drama with me and him and Andrew and a house deal that went bad. Anyway, um, oh. they one our two teammates, Hector and one other, were heckling each other. And they were doing this. <laughs> well, this guy threw a split right when our other bowler and Hector oh. were like. <laughs> so this guy came back. He's like, you think that's funny? And went to swing at Hector. And Hector blocked. And then. It that was on. Came loose and <gasps> it was like a rabbit pit bull. Dang, it sounds like uh, yeah. Real Housewives. It Just was. right up in your alley, Tori. Real bowlers of uh, Seattle. West, West Seattle. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. We'll have to interview Hector yeah. for, oh, his, yeah. for the exclusive. Yep. I will I will tell him. Yeah. <gasps> whoa. Well, that's awesome. Do you want to go get um, Do you want to go get our, uh, what is her name, Karen? Let me go get Karen. Yeah. Because Karen is with the TMBA. Okay. Just some information on yes. that. Yes. So. Stay All right. All right. We'll take a break and we'll be back with Karen. Adios. Thanks, Jason. Welcome back to What Are You Bringing to the Table? Um, we're here with Karen. Karen, tell us who you are. I am Karen Turner, a president of Puget Sound South Senate of TMBA. TMBA. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, TMBA was founded in 1939, and it was at the time when bowling became popular, mm -hmm. but they did not allow what they called non-Caucasian. Wow. So the ABC and mm -hmm. WIBC would not allow it. And in 1949, I think it was 49, they did a ruling. They didn't pass the law until 51 that allowed anyone to bowl. Wow. So between 39 and the ruling in 51, TMBA allowed anyone that was yeah. not Caucasian yeah. to bowl. And so they started out basically with Asian. Mm-hmm. And then there were some Mexican descendants uh -huh. and then blacks that were bowling. Wow. And so that's how it all came about. That's amazing. It's the National Bowling Association and the head office is in Detroit, Michigan. And home office is in Cincinnati, Ohio. And so are you a local chapter? A local chapter. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. they have sales throughout Actually, all the states. So wow. there is the southern region, there is central region, mm -hmm. there is western regional, which we're part of. Okay, all right. How long have you been playing? Or bowling? Yeah, how long have you been playing? She started bowling in 2009. Just, oh, wow. 
Oh, what and what got you into bowling? My husband. All right. He's been bowling since 2004. Okay. And TNBA offers two tournaments a year, and that's national and western regional. All right. And so he was traveling to bowl and thought I should go with him. Yeah. Mainly to pay. <laughs> Oh, man, they can get us no matter what. <laughs> and is this the first, uh, how many years have you been doing the Bridgetown? Bridgetown is my third year. All right. And actually did a city tournament where I met Marvin and Jason and okay. Johan. Okay. And we hooked up and they told us about West Seattle Bowl okay. and the Ig Bowl. Yes. And so since we felt like we have a lot in common, nice. we came together and uh the Senate, Puget Sound South, started out with 44 members, mm -hmm. and that was in 2012, and we're up to 211 members. Wow, that's awesome. Our members join equal. That's wow. awesome. So I love that. I love that. Intersectionality. Yes. I love it. I love it. Um, well, you said you only had two minutes. We've got we've gone over that. Um, Karen, thanks for coming down and saying no, hi thank to us. You. Um, thank you. Good luck. Strike it out, I guess, you know, do what you got to do out there. Johan says bowl pretty. There you go. There you go. Thanks a lot, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Okay. Um, we'll take another we take little break. break. Um, oh, wait. What do we got? Jeff. 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 Nice to meet you. I'm Tori. I'm Sylvia. You've met me before. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, we're live, Jeff. We're live. We're live. We're recording. Um, Jeff, tell us who you are. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Jeff Swanson. I'm the general manager at West Seattle Bowl. Been in, uh, I've been the general manager at West Seattle Bowl for 20 years. Wow. Awesome. Been bowling 30 plus. We, wow. can't get, we can't get too far okay. into that. Yeah. Can't so you've been bowling since you're three, three, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a pretty good bowler. I do all right. But I'm here. It's more for fun and the camaraderie than it is Let's for, for bowling. Wait, what's your, <laughs> uh, your best score? Coming into the tournament, my average is 217. That's good. That's all right. That's good. <laughs> so, you know, we came here because we, on our podcast, we did the story about West Seattle Bowl. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Jason so, yeah. So we just, do a podcast called oh, nice. What Do You Bring to the Table? And um, so Jason listens. He's a loyal he listener. It, he said it's a very Republican <laughs> podcast. Very serious. Seriously conservative. Yeah, us and Fox uh, News, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and he had sent a story that they did about West Seattle Bowl and how inclusive it is and how fun it is and just, you know, everybody loves bowling there and, yeah, you know, so. that's where he bowls. So, he um, does. He spends a lot of time there. So yeah. Great. Like, what, yeah. two or three different leagues uh, he's on? It's a, it's a lot. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's a lot. We don't want to get into that either. But like, yeah. <laughs> he's, there, he's there a lot. We like and Jason. so does Jason Andrew. he was telling us that the in 2020, the Igbo May tournament or mid-tournament? Yeah, the, the annual tournament will be yeah. their Memorial Day weekend, okay. 2020. Um, I think people from all over the country. Yeah. Three, 400 teams. Like Wow. And yeah, West Seattle is going to host, be one of West, the hosts. West Seattle and Highline Lanes and Burien are, are splitting hosting it. That's but, yeah. exciting. So, yeah, so as the general manager, what do you got to do to get ready for that? What do you got to uh, prep? We got to get a lot of vodka. <laughs> a lot of vodka. A lot of, a lot of alcohol. Yeah, so it'll be good. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean. Standard operation. We do a yearly tournament for the Espresso Cup, which yeah. is the local um, 
the local regime. Awesome. And so, yeah, it's, it's not, not much different than that. Nice. But uh, just welcoming everybody in and make yeah. sure they have a good time. Well, I think that's what, for the article, we, we thought was, was great because it just seems like it's a really inclusive bowling alley. Oh, like, yeah, you know, welcoming you. to everyone. I mean, obviously, it's the, 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 the gays over there with their yeah. league and everything. <laughs> um, and, you know, it just seems like, yeah, how do you make sure that it's really inclusive? How do you how do you make sure that that uh, happens? I think that it's just the, the people. I mean, we we love everybody there. I've, uh, it's been like that since yeah. I've been there twenty years. Wow. Um, uh, when I came there, you know, the Gailey was on Thursday night, and it's just been a lot of relationships that have grown and blossomed. Nice. And just getting to know everybody and right. You know, every, everybody is who they are. And oh, that's awesome. Judge, so it's good. That's awesome. Yeah. And you're bowling in the tournament today. I am. Yes. Okay. So you excited? Yes. How'd you do good. last year? I didn't do very well last mm. year. We drank our fair share. Revenge. Okay. Got to get it back. <laughs> and what's your team name? Um, it is Yabo. Yabo. What does that mean? Um, it is your extraordinary bowlers organization. Ah, it's a friend of nice. ours. A friend I like of ours it. Runs a couple of leagues, and that's. I like it. That's yeah. the name of the team. Right the group. on. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming down, saying Thank hi you. to us, right. and good luck tonight. Thank you. Kick Boom, ass. High fives. Yeah. High fives. Boom. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yabo. Is that what it was? Yabo? Yabo? I was like, is that like partially trying to come out the closet? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say the gays. I meant to say the gay bowling league. That just yeah. came out there. Oh, yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me, Jason. I said yeah. the gays. My bad. It's like he's your cousin. Yeah. I know. You get, you get do, I, do I get to do that? You get a ticket. I get, I, get, ticket. I get a free one. You get a free ticket. Oh, Jason's coming back. Oh, What's on your oh. shoes? <laughs> Are oh those? my God, Nick Jasper. Oh, tournament director. All right, is this Nick right 20, here? Coming in here? Coming in hot? hot. Yeah, we're coming in hot with his beer. Where's he didn't even bring his beer. I know. Nick, hi. I'm yeah. sorry. Nice to meet and you, I'm Sylvia. Nice to meet you. And uh, so, you want to? I'm gonna do the hand job. Okay, do the hand job. Yeah, we don't have we don't have three mics, so you got to do the hand job here. Um, Nick, tell us about yourself. Uh, my name is Nick. I am the tournament director for Igbo Annual 2020. I live in Seattle. Yes. I've been bowling on the league for, on the gay leagues in Seattle for 15 years. Nick, I have a question for you. Sure. We did a story about Dream Boys Coffee. Have you heard of that? I have. <gasps> have you visited? I haven't. It's not oh, in my neighborhood. Darn but it. I definitely am thinking about like making a trip a outside trip? my neighborhood to go. Okay. Check well, it out. if you do. Yeah. Give us a call. I will. That way we can interview you. Okay. Because I want to know. <laughs> I, because we had a, a hot conversation about it. You know, so I want to know what your thoughts are on that one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we need a, a correspondent in the field because we need Jason the research. Because we tried to get Jason to do it, but he still hasn't done it for us. So if you make it out there. You okay. gotta get us. You gotta get us videos. You gotta get pictures. We want to talk about it. We gotta do a WhatsApp date on our on the you know next episode. I hear it's um, pretty popular, so <laughs> I'd like to see it. <laughs> okay, so back to bowling. Um, so you're the tournament director for the upcoming 2020 tournament. I am, and I hear several hundred teams. Uh, we actually cap our tournament this year at 90 teams. Wow. So, but which would be over how many? It'd be 360 bowlers. Plus wow. Friends, spouses, families. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's we're really awesome. excited about it. And you're going to be at two different houses, as you guys call them? Correct. I thought they so were called alleys, alleys, so my bad. West Seattle Bowl, which okay. is a long-time 
um, ally of ours yeah. in our leagues. We've had our leagues there for a long time. And then uh, a new partner for us, which is Highline. Okay. Highline Lanes is in Burien, and mm -hmm. um, they've been really great to work with. We're excited to have uh, the team event there. Nice. So the weekend encompasses team, doubles, and singles, just like this weekend does? Yep. All right. And are you bowling this weekend? I am. Oh. Yeah. I try to come to every regional tournament nice. in the Pacific Northwest. What's your team so, name? It's not very good. It's we don't give a split. That's actually I like that one. I, I that's one of the better it, ones. I was supposed to name it Dumb Drunk Bitches. I kind of do like that one better. Yeah. Yeah. I messed a little up. Bit. Yeah. That's okay though. I think it's better than Jason's team's name. What's his? Nine is not a not it's just not enough or something like that. I know. Boring. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um all right. Well, Nick, you're you gotta get ready to go bowl. I do. Okay. How'd you do last week? Last year, I mean. Uh, last year we did. I mean, it, I did not bowl this tournament last oh, year. Okay. I was on vacation with my husband. But, oh, well. yeah. uh, but this tournament, tends, I tend to uh, drink a lot and have a good time. Well, that's what's most important. You have a good time. Exactly. Does your husband bowl too? Yeah. He's oh, here too. and on the same team? Uh, yeah, we met on the Ooh. K Bowling League in Seattle. Any any fights? Like, does he get any spousal disputes when you're on the same team? Like, one's not doing well and. No little little. Well, we don't so side eyes or anything. On league, we don't bowl on the same team. Okay, okay. <laughs> so a little rivalry. So we league. actually, yeah, we have a little oh. rivalry for sure. Who's the better bowler? He is. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but he's more consistent. Yeah. I drink too much. What's your average? <laughs> My average is one ninety. And his is at two fourteen. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. But again, that's because I drink too much. <laughs> I like to have fun. That's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. How long have you been bowling total? Like your. I grew up in a bowling alley. No. So my parents, uh, my parents bowled league, and back in the day, they would drop you off at the daycare center <laughs> at night while they would go and um, bowl league. So okay. I, I started bowling when I was a little kid. Oh wow! And just kept bowling throughout your life. I took a break um, after high school for a while, All and right. then I started back. Uh, in 2004 okay, uh, with the okay. A-Leagues in Seattle, and it's been amazing. Yeah, so Jason told us about the new rule about no wet balls. What are your thoughts on that? I, I think it's fine. You like uh, playing with dirty balls? I don't mind. <laughs> and also, I'm too lazy to, wipe, to wash my ball. Oh, you dirty balls. <laughs> I've never had any complaints. <laughs> what about the whole, all your fingers have to go in all the holes? I, that's how I was taught how to bowl. Oh, I you were taught. I, I just do what I'm taught. Okay. Nick, <laughs> thank you for coming down and joining us on What Are You Bringing to the Table? Thank you very much. It was very nice to you. Tell your friends and family. I will. It's a wonderful podcast. There's a lot of cussing in it. So I can already tell you. I'm going to go download it right now. <laughs> yes. 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 Thank you. All right. Take all right. care and have a great bowling night tonight. Thank you. Thanks for being here. All strikes. Yes. All strikes. Thank all you, Nick. Right. All right. Take a break. Yeah. Let's take a break okay. and uh, see what's happening next. They're about. They're, they should be getting going here. I think they're supposed. Okay. To, I think they were supposed to start at seven. So I run a little late. All right. We'll take a break. <laughs> Welcome back. Hold on. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, welcome back to What Are You Bringing to the Table? What Are You Bringing to the Table? Live recording here at Bridgetown Invitational. It's getting loud. It's getting loud. More people. People's balls are getting cleaned off because they got to play with dirty balls. Yeah, so. you have to make sure that they're that they're clean, right? You got to clean them, clean them right now because you can't free. clean them out. Because they have to be oil free. They can't be wet. They can't be wet, and you have to use all your towel, fingers got to go towel. in the holes. 
So you need to make sure that they're clean, right? So everyone's got them sparkly. So um, who do we have here? We have Andrew. Andrew. Uh, should we? Probably give it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll just say Andrew. We won't say, you know, because he's his own person. I don't care. Oh, you want to say? No, I, I don't want to say like Jason's husband. I just, you know, just Andrew. Like, you just said this Andrew. is, I know, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're more than say. Jason's You're husband. You're more than Jason's husband. Yeah. You are Andrew. Jason's best friend, partner, confidant, husband. Yeah. yeah. I like that. All right. oh, I'm holding it. You, yeah. you, you get a hand job. Oh, I'm really good at that. <laughs> that's what I hear. That's what I said. Um, I don't know my things. Okay, there we go. Uh, Andrew. Yes. Tell us a little about Sorry. yourself. Oh, well, what I could, what, what do you want to know? Oh, how long have you been bowling? Um, I've been bowling since when I uh, moved to San Diego back in 2007. Wow. Um, and I am lying. I take that back. Um, I moved to San Diego 2002. And then Mikey, the one you just met a while ago, casually, uh -huh. uh, we were in the same bowling league together with the rest of our friends back there in San Diego and then we were we were just you know very young and naive and pretty <laughs> and pretty yeah and then yeah and um yeah so I started bowling many moons ago wow yeah before you met Jason before I met Jason I met Jason 2000 and 2008 in the alley wow. No. In the alley? In the back um, alley? In this, the back end alley? This uh, website, particular website. Uh, can I say it? You can say whatever you yeah, want. Uh, it's called gay.com. It's a chat, uh, you know, online thing before because it was I don't so think popular. I knew that, then. that it yeah. was on gay.com. We were, we were chat buddies here. I moved to um, Washington 2007, right around October ish. And then he was moving from Alaska to. Washington, oh. and both of us like are looking for new friends and hanging out, whatever. And by that by that time, Jason has a partner. Oh, that's and, right. Um, you yes. know, you know, yes, yeah. the one we no will name. not speak of. Yeah, yes. And then um, I was um, I was dating. You know, I was dating, and I was uh, I would say having fun a little bit. Sowing your oats. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But guess what? Jason and I have been online buddies for two years before we met in flesh. I did not know that. Yes. I did not know before that. Before we met in flesh. And wow. once he saw me, girl. <laughs> girl, it was oh. over. <laughs> so yep. did you start bowling with him or you were already bowling? I was already bowling in San Diego, but when I moved here, yeah. I didn't know anyone, so I was just like working and spending time with the family, mm -hmm. and that's when the time that mom introduced me to penny slot machines in a oh. casino, and then we were hanging out, okay. you know, every, we have to go to every different casino every weekend, <laughs> uh, try all of the buffets and the crab legs, and uh, yeah, but once I met Jason... He said, oh, by the way, I bowl. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I used to bowl in San Diego. And then um, he invited me at uh, West Seattle Bowl. And I met him there. I met his team there. And I, I you know, 
I made a very good impression amongst his friends at the bowling alley. Yeah. And they said, what the hell are you doing with this guy who's not even living here? <laughs> and that's, that's you know, yeah. then we started hanging out and uh, we made it official right around 20, 2010. So we liked the way you handled your balls. Love it. Loved it. <laughs> you put Finger your fingers placement. in all the right holes. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It was a crowning moment. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about your bowling. How, like, what's your average? Are we going to talk about that? I mean, if you don't want to, but you know what? For me, the fans want to know. I am, I am actually uh, in it for the fun. A social bowler. Okay. A social bowler in a way that if I win, yay for me. If I lose, I have a cocktail in my hand. Yes. My average is right around one seventy, one eighty. That's not bad. Um, on a very, very good night, um, um, I can bowl up to like. Almost two fifty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But other than that, um, yeah. Again, it's it's this is more on Jason's um, hobby and interest mm -hmm. and everything. And being a very good husband, I I support him. And um, you know, I wanted just to, you know, he supports me um, with my shopping and with my penny slot machines, and I support him with his bowling. <laughs> Okay, this is why I've always wanted to have Andrew on the show. Aww. Look at the way he—he's like made for podcasting. Oh, he's got his—he's got his, you know, legs over each other, his hands. He's got the mic just right there. He's just and a cocktail in his hand. Look at that, mm -hmm. made for podcasting. Oh my gosh! And actually, when you guys started your podcast, the very first one. It's always our, it, it became our weekly night for, for, for Jason and I. We go in our living room upstairs. We get our crochet hooks and start crocheting. Oh, my God. While we'll Stop listen it. to you guys. Oh, I love it. I barely, okay, this is like probably too gay to say. I we're, barely, we're at the gay bridge. I barely finished the round for my crochet beanie or scarf because I laughed so hard. <laughs> And when you guys get upset with the topic that you're talking about, I get effing upset. You know, I there was even a point where I tell Jason, you know what? Can you just can you just turn that f off? I don't I don't want to listen to it because you guys have the energy that illuminates and and you influence your your listeners. Like I am upset, you should be upset too. <laughs> And oh my God! And yeah, well, if you're not upset. You're not paying attention. Exactly. I mean, yeah. no, it's not even that, Tori. It's <laughs> we have the same point of view. Yes. yes. Yeah. And at the same time, I I feel that um, again with all of the topics that you have discussed, the yes. inclusivity, the yes. the you know equality and everything. I'm all about that. Yeah. I'm all about that, and I, I just think that um, I feel like. Everybody's walking a step back because yes. of all of this yes. bullshit that's going on, yeah. you know? And we have to, I mean, that's why we talk about it is because we have to keep talking about it. Yes. Yeah. Because there are people that want to just pretend that it's not happening. Can I share something to yep, you guys about work? Yes. About work? Okay. Um, I work in, um, I, I'm in the real estate industry. Mm -hmm. And um, I got assigned into into a client mm -hmm. that I'm going to see 
for a consultation to, uh, to visit her in her home. So I did my quick interview on the phone, introducing myself and everything. And, um, you know, um, I was pretty much just on the phone with her just to build rapport. Yeah. So that by the time that we meet, uh, it won't be awkward or whatever. Yeah. And then at the end of our conversation, I asked her if she has any questions. And then she told me, you know what, Andrew, I think this is not going to work out because um, you have a very thick accent. And at the same time, uh, your pronunciation skills are very poor. <gasps> so um, I felt like uh, deep inside me, I was an Amazonian wanted to oh, shred her into pieces. Yes. Like the F with you. Yes. But anyway. You can say fuck on this podcast. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I just, you know, um, held what I was feeling, whatever. And then I said, wow. I'm sorry if you feel that way. But if you want, I could have one of my managers um, transfer you to a different agent. And wow. Um, and she said, yes, that would work. Ugh. So I told my manager about it. Manager said, okay, Andrew, let me talk to this client and I'll call you back. Mm -hmm. um, and what had happened afterwards is... Um, I Googled this a fucking woman. Yes. I Facebook stalk her. Yes. Let me guess. She's a fucking old Chinese lady. Shut She's up. She's not even white. Andrew, shut up. Shut up. She's not even. Yeah. She was. She's married in, uh, with a Caucasian man. Wow. I mean, just like me, I'm married with a Caucasian man. But like, wait a minute. I realized that probably my pronunciation skills are poor when I'm really drunk and I may have a little bit of, you know, or I have probably an accent or anything, but then again, I can comprehend and communicate with yes. a lot of people that I talk to on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. And, um, okay, here's the kicker. And I'm not, I'm not going to mention, uh, you know, the, the company that I work for. Okay. Fair enough. Um, they called me back. They said that um, they spoken with uh, the client mm -hmm. and they didn't see any issues at all that uh, she requested a different agent because the client, uh, the client's reasoning was, I'm going to be speaking with an agent on a regular basis once I put my property in a market and I want someone to talk to that I'm comfortable to talk to, wow. to speak with or something so like that. So they didn't back you up. So what had happened is, um, or was, they ended up assigning the customer or the client into a different agent. And they said that it's as if they gave me a pat on the back. I'm sorry that it happened to you. Let's move on. Ugh. And, um, Ugh. and in my office, and in my office, and I just want to tell your listeners too that I'm a Filipino. I'm an American Filipino. Yes. I'm not white, no whatsoever. No. Probably by injection. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little white inside you occasionally. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, okay, moving forward. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um, they, I, 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 just, I just felt like, what just happened here? Yeah. What just happened here? And right. then the moment I think about it. Mm-hmm. I realized that there are four regions in, in this company that goes into one particular office. Mm -hmm. And I would say 
90, 98% of them are all Caucasian. Wow. And there's just me and then one African-American woman. Wow. Yeah. And then um, I, I thought that let me just bite my tongue and move on and let me be myself and whatever. But my gut tells me that, what the fuck? I yeah. mean, you should say something. Yeah. So now I'm in communication with our legal and HR department. Good. Oh, good uh, for you. To, to speak with my upper management about what had happened. Yeah. Because uh, everybody's saying, including some other managers that I'm friends with, that they're not my direct managers. They said that that customer could have been fired or let go. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they, they chose didn't. money over. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Over mm -hmm. colorism. Because mm -hmm. basically what she did was colorism, right? I'll be I'll be okay if the one I'll be okay if the one that um, you know became racist or whatsoever over the phone with me is an old Caucasian woman. Yeah. But this fucking lady is Asian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's what makes me more aggravated. Right. I'm like, can you just look at yourself in the mirror and see the color of your skin? Right. I mean, why do you have to be such a hypocritical contrast, yeah. you know? Contrast. <laughs> yeah. And but isn't I mean that's the thing though, right? Is is one of the things that happens from the dominant culture is that they make it so that that we 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 battle each other, you yeah. know, and the colorism that, you know, yeah. like I'm better than you because, you know, I have a a more whatever American accent, you know, right, right. or and you don't, you know, I'm speaking like her, right, and right. so we they create this. Let's make the people of color, the marginalized, fight it against each other. So then they, so then the dominant. But I'm not all about that. Yeah. I mean, I am an American for a reason because yeah. I want to be an American. Exactly. Yeah. Because we are the melting pot of the entire planet. Right. I mean, if I could put it that way. Yeah. Then again, I mean, I don't tolerate hate. I don't tolerate um, inclusivity and, in, 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 you know, um, inequality. Yeah. Um, I'm all up for that. Right. I mean, it's blood, sweat, and tears for me. And that's yeah. what I support. Yeah. And, um, yo, uh, yeah, at the, again, at the end of the day, it's what made you happy today. Right. Yeah. Um, with the stuff that you did today will help you fall asleep at night. Yeah. You know, that's that's what matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I always put myself in a situation where I don't want any confrontation. Yeah. Because you know how confrontation is. Um, it's not healthy. But girl, I did a lot of confrontations before. Don't get yeah. me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did a lot of them. But right now, maybe for me turning 40 made uh, me realize that. Right. You just turned 40 yeah, recently. Yeah. 23rd September. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. How does it feel to be in the club? Well, you know. <laughs> I. It feels the same. Yeah. I don't know. It hasn't hit me yet. It'll, it'll, it will eventually. Really? Yeah, you'll be like, oh wow. Really? I think as you move more, like than forty-two. Oh my god, then, probably yeah. it already did because there was a time where my shoulders are really sore. Yeah. And I asked Jason to put lotion in my back because I can't reach my back. <laughs> yeah. Is that how forty yes. is? <laughs> there you go. Welcome, welcome to the club. Hey, I have yeah. a question for you yes. because we've done stories about the Philippines mm. and we've done stories about the president of the Philippines, and he's a bit of a radical. What is your thoughts on that? I think that um, there are 
there are a lot of reasoning behind it. That's why he acted that way. Uh -huh. Because, uh, to be honest with you, um, the politicians and the government in the Philippines is fourth, fifth, uh, five, or, or even ten times uh, worse um, than here in the States. And I think he, he became really radical and, um, you know, uh, ordered shoot to kill people that are, you know, causing troubles or crime because he wanted to, I don't just don't want to say he wants to make a statement, but he wants to let people know that, okay, motherfuckers, <laughs> I am doing this because I, I, I want change. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people there that want to change, but actors and actresses back home, when they retire in the show business, they become a politician and they have a lot of followers because they're popular. And that's what's going on back home right now. It's all about popularity. That sounds yeah. like uh, the U.S. of A. I know. You know? I mean, it's but it's far, right unfortunately, Sylvia, it's far worse there. It's, oh my God. Yeah. So, El Presidente Durante. Duarte, yeah. So, one of the things he said was that he is no longer gay because of his beautiful wife. Yes. Like... Oh, he was like attempted. He was tempted by these men, but then all it takes is a beautiful wife. Shut and up. really, did yeah. he really say that? Yes. yes. Oh my God. Well, thank yeah. goodness he's straight because I ain't tapping that shit. <laughs> he is an ugly fucker. <laughs> I tell you. No, he ain't. Yeah. yeah. No. That's all you yeah. need. It's a beautiful Yeah, life. that's a, and yeah. one of the stories we did. That's what yeah. he talked about was allegedly that it just takes a beautiful woman to, yeah. to turn, turn it, around. turn your back. I mean, so if you're going to put a beautiful naked woman in front of me, I'm like, uh, girl, <laughs> <laughs> swipe to the left. Goodbye. <laughs> um, no, no. Yeah. It's, but that's what he's saying you need. And that's all you need is that lady to... You just need a beautiful lady. Twist you correct. And it'll be... Probably that beautiful lady in front of me, if you were to put one in front of me right now, All right, here we go. I'll probably go back in my car and get my makeup kit and probably put a makeup on her, uh, blow dry her hair, um, tell her how to push up her boobs and her, you know, wonder bra or whatever. But no. Yeah. No. I want you to... Mm -hmm. Well, Andrew, I think you guys are getting ready to go. Yeah, we gotta start. Um, we gotta have you back. Yes, I, I let's yeah. do it. I mean, and actually, Jason and I have talked about um, you guys spend a weekend at our yes. house. Yes, and you could. We could just like let's do it. Yeah, let's get do it. Fucked up, get drunk, and start recording this shit. I love it. Yeah, let's do drunk, it. Drunk, what do you bring to the table? I love yeah. it. Drunk, what do you? Yeah, yeah. Andrew, good luck tonight. Thank you, babe. Have fun. That's the most important. What are you drinking? You. What's your drink of choice right now? Um, I am drinking vodka Sierra Mist and a, a muddled lemon. That sounds kind so, of fresh, fresh. I like it. Yeah, muddled lemon made it gay. So this oh. why. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Andrew, guys. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Thanks for coming. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, we'll take a little breaky break. Yep. All right. All right, we're back. To what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? We're here at Bridgetown Invitational Bowling Tournament, and you can hear the pins are dropping. You can hear the the balls are rolling and the pins are dropping. And um, all the holes are filled. All the holes are filled and the balls are not wet. No. We've got dirty balls. 
Uh, it looks like they're getting ready to start. They're doing their practicing. Um, Jason's team is over on lane five, it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've had some nice interviews. Very from nice the bowlers interviews. here. And uh, let's see, we had Karen from the, uh, what is that? The uh, TB, TB, hold on, I'll get it. The National yeah. Bowling Association. Um, and uh, we had Jeff from Jeff, right? Jeff from yes. West Seattle Bowl, and then we general had manager. We had Nick, the tournament director for the upcoming May Ig- Igbo yep. International Gay Bowling yep. Organization tournament in May. And we had Andrew. Andrew, who uh, went went right to the what are you doing to the table type topics. I love Jason's it. Jason's wife. Jason's wife. <laughs> Girl. Um, and Jason stopped in for a minute at the yes. beginning. And uh, uh, did we that was it. else? Yeah, I guess that's it for now. Huh? I hope we didn't forget a guest. We didn't do it. Well, we, let's see. Let's roll, roll them down. It. Jason came in first. Yeah. Then Nick, then Jeff, then Nick, then Karen. Actually, Karen came in second. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think we got them all. Yeah, we got everybody. That's everybody. Yeah. yeah. yeah we tried to get Hector over here. Because, oh, yeah. We got to. Because we got to know more we about that. We need the fight. tea on that. We need to know about it. We need the tea. We might have to do an exclusive, you know call-in or something because they're or ready to in start. between like how, how often are they up oh no there? they just bowl one game after the other no but i'm saying in between like your turn like you throw oh no once you're done then you come back i mean yeah, I then you're that's watching that's not enough time oh yeah it goes pretty quick oh does it yeah i mean you know probably i would say like so there's four people i would say it's probably about Five minutes, maybe. Between so, are they kind of warming up? They don't. Yeah, look that's like they're warming up. That's they're oh, okay. they're doing warm ups right now. Okay. Um, and uh, you see Marvin down there trying yeah. to explain to Andrew. Okay, it's gonna curve in like <laughs> yeah. curving like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't see Hector. Where's Hector? Hector just threw. Hector! Hector just threw. Oh, he did. Okay. Oh, hey, that was not a very good shot though. Aye. I'm not sure what happened Hector! there. Hector. Yeah, Hector um, is the Puerto Rican, right? Hector, yes, is Puerto Rican. Um, and both Marvin and Andrew are Filipino, and Jason is white. Oh. He's my white side. So he's the only, he's my white he's side. He's the only cream in the country. He's my white side. Um, and yeah, let's. Do you want to get into a couple stories? Yes. All right. I have a how would you rather type of story. Let's do it. What you got? Uh, this story is man who died after falling down open manhole in midtown manhattan and had his body partially eaten away by rats no is identified as a homeless 41 year old no yes yes no so the high and this comes from daily mail highlights are the deceased man found at the bottom of a new york city manhole early tuesday morning has been identified as 41 year old gabriel caesar the New York Post reports that police have been unable to identify a fixed address and that he may have been homeless. Surveillance footage from er- the early hours of September 30th captured Caesar falling into an open manhole near Columbus Circle in Midtown Manhattan. So the top of that manhole was missing. Oh, it was off. shit. Um, Verizon workers replaced the cover over the manhole several hours later without realizing 
Cesar was down there at the bottom. Oh, shit. Do you think he was still alive when they covered it over? They don't know. They don't know. I mean, obviously, uh, they're probably doing an autopsy to see if the neck was broken or yeah. something. But I hope it just Apparently, it was a 21-foot drop. And what they said in the article was they had, you know, tape around. Right. So it wasn't like somebody took the top off and no and notification. So there was but, warning yes, tape. There was, yeah. And what so they said was been... the surveillance showed him kind of stumbling over so he the was tape. Drunk, probably. That's what yeah. they're, that's what it's looking like based uh, off of the surveillance. I hope so, he just fell and snapped his neck and dead immediately. I mean, as you imagine went. waking up down there and rats are eating you. And say your legs are broken. Yeah. But, but then why wouldn't he like scream up and say, hey. Yeah, but if it's in Midtown Manhattan. Oh, that's what he, yeah, I think that's You know how said. noisy that is? To say, hey. You're like, down 21 feet and you're trying to scream. Hey. And up, up above is nothing but cars <gasps> and honking. And say you couldn't scream. Say something was going on that you you were aware, but you just couldn't be yeah. like, hey. Yeah. <gasps> how would you rather? Oh, I still go with the surprise gunshot. If it was immediate. Yeah. If it was immediate. The last one from the happy birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but yeah. I'm saying if what was immediate? If he fell? If the gunshot. Okay. So you're still with the gunshot. But if he, if you fall. If you fell and then that was out, immediate. Well. I mean, because you're drinking. You're obviously. I feel like I would rather. I, I think I'd rather just get shot and killed immediately. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, this is something joyous. Yeah, right? exactly. Like you said, like you're yeah. happy, you're screaming happy birthday. You don't know. You don't you know, know what's going on. Yeah, you, you're just coming out to you're surprise drunk somebody. And you fall down, snap your neck. That might be putting you out of your misery. You don't want to get you know, by homeless. rats. But I'm hoping that didn't happen while he was still alive. Oh God, could you imagine? No, like he's laying there. And right, the, there's nine, nine. And you're sober at that point. Ugh. You know, there is no liquor to have and liquor like you to said, Like if his, I mean, if he, if his legs were broken and, oh, they said Lord. that his Caesar's body was badly decomposed and was discovered Tuesday morning, 15 days after he fell into the hole. Wow. Now this is different because, you know, you hear about those people that go climbing them you know, mountains, Everest or whatever. And mm -hmm. then they fall in one of those little crevasses yes. and they're like yes. injured down yes. there. There's a movie this about is, it. Yeah. yeah. This is like people zooming That's what I'm by. saying. Is I, I don't think people would hear you if you were screaming because you got cars, you got homes. But could you imagine being you got in that all situation? the sounds of the city. Like, and, like just steps away right. from And help. you're just help, help. And, no. and rats coming. And then could you imagine waking up and seeing that cover going over? No. Because once that covers oh, up, you're it. definitely you're not going to be hurt. No. Definitely, you're in the dark, yeah, and ain't nobody. Ugh. Yeah, I want to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sticking with the getting um, shot myself. All right, uh, I uh, this is a very odd story. Um, this is on Cairo 7 News men arrested after $50,000 worth of cheese stolen. Police say, What? King County, California, Kings County, California. Two men were arrested for their roles in a long-running cheese theft ring that spanned multiple counties and went for at least two years. 
Officials with the Leprino Foods started an investigation in August 22nd after noticing $50,000 worth of cheese missing. Investigators $50,000 worth of cheese missing. This isn't just like one big round of cheese. This has got to be like maybe a truckload of cheese. Yep. Investigators learned cheese had been stolen since 2017. How do they learn that? Like, I'm just like, if I'm skimming cheese, I'm taking maybe a circle at a time. Like, I, I don't know. I how mean, do you, how do you all of a sudden be like, hey, $50,000 worth of cheese? Yeah, like, missing. I mean, if it's been since 2017, how two years later you finally figure out, like, you're missing $50,000 worth of cheese? Uh, wasn't there a book who stole my cheese? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you who stole your cheese. These two dudes. Oh, well, 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 didn't we have that one? Maybe it was on rapid fire, but the guy that was stealing fajitas. Yes, the fajita thing. Yeah. And maybe what? they were stealing the cheese for cheese the fajitas. <laughs> um, so investigators learned cheese had been stolen since 2017. It was then sold online, door to door, and at flea markets throughout Fresno, Tulare, and Kings, and Riverside counties. Hey, at least they were advertising your company. Come hey, on. Investigators you're getting the cheese. Identified. If I'm buying that cheese, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy it. That's almost like that's almost like sampling that's at... Yeah, that's like samples at, at uh, Costco. Right? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Um, Why is that criminalized? Investigators uh, believe the cheese was taken by Roderick Ransom. 34, who works at the plant. Ransom Ransom? Ransom. Oh, Ransom. Ransom. Well, he held the cheese for Ransom, the cheese all right? Ransom. Uh, who in there cut the cheese? Um, Ransom was Ransom arrested cut the cheese. and charged with theft, grand theft, embezzlement. Uh, Jose, uh, Jairo Alvarez, 24, was arrested and charged with possession of stolen property. Oh, my gosh. Um, there Why could is there be other always arrests. a person of color in there? Somewhere. So, Leprino is the world's largest cheese distributor one of the world's largest cheese distributors with nearly $3 billion worth of mozzarella sales yearly. Wow. $3 billion, you said? $3 billion So they're B screaming and crying over $50,000 you know worth why? of cheese over two years. That did yeah. That's $25,000 of cheese. I know. And a year. And you're, you, yeah. You, you and you're making billions. I mean, one of these boys looks like he ate most of the cheese. <laughs> But let's do stool samples and make sure some of that cheese ain't in there. I'm just saying, though, you know, the keto diet's all the rage. And it's it, cheese is one of the things you can eat. So, they, you know what? I'm thinking that's, maybe these guys are like. Over two years, they're just taking a little, you know, yeah. maybe a couple little. That, yeah. You know, they're hiding in boxes here, you know, like two or four yeah. boxes. At the Out of hundreds of, of boxes, yeah. one box drops yeah. off. Exactly. And, but you. But you got to go after them like they stole oh, your like whole warehouse. Oh, yeah, like it's like yeah. some sort of major yeah. crime ring or something exactly. like that. Yeah. I can't even make, I can't even believe this made fucking news. Oh, yeah. Honest. Well, just like the uh, girl that gets a puppy <laughs> and cries. That made, <laughs> right. that exactly. made news. Exactly. And I was waiting for the punchline in nothing. there. Not one not damn one thing. Punch. It wasn't. She was missing limbs. Right. Just got done with chemo. And woken up from survived a Survived cancer. Nothing. Yeah, none of White girl got a puppy. And cried She about makes it. the news. Yeah. And, and <laughs> cried. In disbelief because she didn't know that she was getting a puppy. <laughs> oh, my. Hilarious. Uh, all right. Um, all right. What else do you this got? This story comes from a loyal listener okay. in San Diego. Right. This is a story that came out on News 10, ABC News 10, San Diego. 12-year-old boy in Massachusetts was suspended for hugging his gym teacher, foster parent says. What? 
suspended for hugging his school teacher. How is that something? What is wrong with these schools? You got these reports today on schools doing funky things. Yeah. So a 12-year-old boy in Worcestershire. 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 Is it Worcestershire? Worcester. Worcester. Massachusetts. Worcester. There you go. That's better. Was suspended from school for hugging his gym teacher, his foster mother says. Julio Orozco told WBTS that her foster son was given a 10-day suspension and a record of physical assault on his teacher at Forest Grove Middle School. I was told he has put he what? put his hands physical on the teacher. Assault? Yeah. I was shocked and asked for details on what happened. And then I was told that he hugged his gym teacher. According to Orozco's son, he was fooling around with friends in gym class when the teacher told him to sit down. And then I just went over and just like, I gave her a hug and said, please, I don't want to sit out because I like the game. The seventh grader told WBTS. The boy who was not identified was called to the principal's office during his next period. The boy's mother said she got the infraction on his record reduced to disruption of school and his suspension reduced to four days after several phone calls, emails, and a hearing. But she is still upset by how the middle school handled the situation and has been invited by the school committee to speak to their to, to speak at their meeting on Thursday. So here's his kid. He's seventh grader, Luffy, Goofy, Exactly. Fiddle farting around. Exactly. <laughs> Teacher tells him, settle down. Yeah. The kid then goes over there acting a fool. Yeah, yeah, you know. Gets and a, just hugs. Please, I don't want yeah. to get kicked out, right? Yeah. That right there is and so, physical assault because you put hands on the teacher. That's some bullshit. That's uh, some bullshit. Totally. Like, why couldn't you just say, look. Right. Yeah, like. Hugs, you got to ask yeah, for. Exactly. Have, Teach about have some boundaries. Teach why it's not appropriate to just put your hands on somebody when they Whether don't want it. Whether you're joking or not. Right. Don't you know? just suspend them. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Well, they went straight for the suspension Ugh. and straight oh for an God. assault. So now his record is a physical assault. Now he goes to another school. Guess what happens? Yeah. Now it's on his record. It's as, on his as record a as a physical assault. Assault. Exactly. The, it, it, there is no. He hugged a teacher. Right. No explanation. No. It, to me, it's if I read physical him. assault, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, this dude punched. Right. Teacher. Like, oh, we're gonna have to be aware of what, who's this was kid. Physically yep. aggressive. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So now we got Fucking a kid. Uh, prison to pipeline. Prison. School to prison pipeline. Yes. Yep. Yes. Exactly. School to prison pipeline. Going Ugh. straight that way. And uh, foster parents, which means he's already at high risk. Right. But exactly. now we're pushing him even further exactly. into high risk. Yeah. Situations. Fucking assholes. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, all right. This uh, story also from a loyal listener, Jason. Um, fucking Florida. Uh, This comes from altdriver.com. Florida man dressed as Fred Flintstone gets pulled over for speeding. What? Florida man dressed as Fred Flintstone gets pulled over for speeding. How? He's he's moving the car with his feet. How does Fred Flintstone get... um, Fred Flintstone found himself a long way from bedrock in Nova, back in November. The Hanna-Barbera character, who was actually a Florida man named Don Schwartz, 
with clearly too much time on his hands, drove around Wesley Wesley Chapel area in a smart car that was customized to look like the iconic Flintmobile. Oh, I didn't know that that was wow. what their car was called, the Flintmobile. I didn't know that either. <laughs> it must have been a slow day in the neighborhood because Pasco County Sheriff Office Deputy H. Echevarri decided to use the off-the-wall incident as an opportunity for a photo op, staging a scene where Schwartz got pulled over and cited for speeding. A photo op? Yeah. On Sunday, de- November 4th, Deputy, this is according to their Facebook page, uh, Deputy a- H. Echevarra pulled over Mr. Fred Flintstone, a.k.a. Don Schwartz, for speeding in the Meadow Bedrock Point subdivision in Wesley Chapel. Mr. Flintstone was issued a citation for speed and became unruly and had to be detained. After further investigation, Mr. Flintstone was issued a notice to appear and released. Uh, how how fast was he going um, in a smart car? Let's see. Like how fast can you go in a smart car? Well, I mean, they can go up to, you know, the speed limit. 60 miles? Oh, yeah, I think so. They go on the highway, so why not? Well, yeah. you can go 60 miles on a highway. Um... Even though this guy wasn't actually breaking into laws, you have to ask yourself what he was doing all dressed up more than a week after Halloween. The costume was one thing, but the whole Flintmobile situation just takes all the whole takes it all to a hundred level. The guy even went as far to take the doors off and customize the seats. To be fair, the fact that the it's Florida story makes it less surprising. Yep. Yeah. These those folks are an entirely different wavelength. So they're concerned about how he did his car up? Uh, yeah, I don't. What I mean, does that matter? We got, you know, we got homies out there fixing up their vehicle with, I mean, you know, with the bouncy stuff. What is that? Hydraulics and hydraulics, all that. Yeah. Oh, now all of a sudden we concerned about somebody converting their vehicle into Flint. Yeah. Mobile? I mean, uh, it's it's kind of cute. We'll post I, it. That's what I'm saying. Why is that? You know, it's it's pretty cute. Like you know, it's all like looks like he a, did something creative. Yeah. So now we're but getting now I'm wondering is, is 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 it really did he was he really speeding or was this all just a that's photo what op? I'm saying I feel like this was like a photo op that Seems they're just fucking me. around the, yeah the the Posco Sheriff Office doesn't have anything better to do than fuck around you like see this. the Flint mobile going yeah. down and you're like I gotta check this yeah, out exactly and the dude is dressed up as Flint uh, as Fred Flintstone yeah I would want to just check it out but I'm not gonna give the dude a ticket because I want to stop right. it you know yeah because um, my curiosity. Yeah. Anyway, uh, weird. Weird. Uh, I like it though. Um, all right, you got another story? Yes. All right, what you got? <laughs> Charged with child pornography and masturbating in cubicle, officer convicted. Dear Lord. Can you believe it? Dear Lord. Can you believe it? Well, yeah, I can believe anything at this point with the stories. A Navy <laughs> officer will spend one year behind bars and get kicked out of the service after he was found guilty last month at a court martial trial. Lieutenant Commander Robert J. Cleary was found guilty by a military jury on September 13th following a four-day trial. He had faced charges involving child pornography and workplace masturbation. In addition to a year in the brig and dismissal, the result of the trial record records indicate that he also must register as a sex offender. Good, good. I'm hoping register like any normal person, or is there a oh. Navy registration? I don't know. 
Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so Cleary's military attorney did not respond to request. What is he going to respond with? Yeah. My client did it. My client jacked off and my client is sick. Yeah. My client, what? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so it says that uh, the California native was convicted on charges of possession, receiving or viewing child pornography, attempted possession of child pornography, conduct unbecoming of an officer, and violation of a lawful general order, according to the trial result records. He was found guilty, not he was found not guilty on one count of conduct of conduct unbecoming. So he was found not guilty. On the one count of conduct unbecoming, how are, you, how are you not guilty of conduct unbecoming an officer when, when you're, you're jacking off to child porn in your office? <laughs> how how is that not unbecoming of an officer? Apparently, that's okay. If you're maybe an it, maybe it's because they're you know the commander in chief and his grabbing women by uh, the you know, by the pussy. Maybe that's what it is. Like, yeah. hey, well, how could Rand our chief can grab people by the pussy? I can jack off in my Why office. Not? I mean, no holds bar here. Oh, it's disgusting. Can you believe it? Disgusting. So, Dixon did not confirm where Cleary would serve his time by Navy Times deadline. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, all right, I'm just gonna bring this one real quick. Um, Governor uh, Gavin in California, he's just keep keeps he's on a roll and doing all the good things. California governor signed statewide rent control law. Rent hikes will be capped at five percent each year, plus inflation bans no cause evictions. Oh. Um, got California will limit rent increases for so some. no bans evictions or no no cause evictions. No cause, so which means which they means, just can't say you know yeah. I don't want you around. Yeah, here. we're not renewing your lease. Right. Like you're you you're you have to get out because they want to up the up the right. rent uh, yeah. and you know or whatever. Get some other clientele right. in there. Exactly. Uh, California will limit rent increases for some people over the next decade. Um, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a law Tuesday aimed at combating housing crisis in the nation's most populous state. Um, we have the same crisis as here. We, and we have rent control. Yeah. And, oh, we do. Yes. Okay, good. An area where a recent report documented 43% increase in homelessness over two years. Sudden rent increases are contributing cause to the state's homeless problem, which has drawn national attention in the ear of the buffoon. Um, what does he care? Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, like, he thinks they should just be locked up. Oh, yeah. Um, the law limits rent increases to 5% per year, plus inflation, until January 1 of 2030. It bans landlords from evicting people for no reason, meaning they could not kick out people so they can raise the rent or for a new tenant. Um, and while the law doesn't take effect until January 1, it would apply to rent increases on or after March 15, 2019, to prevent landlords from raising rents just before the caps go into place. California and Oregon are now the only places that cap rent increases. Oregon caps rents at, at 7% plus inflation earlier this year. Um, let's see. Uh, so basically, I mean, here's the thing, though. Yes, it's good. However, what it costs to live in San Francisco oh, yeah. now. It's outrageous. I, I saw a post uh, a few weeks ago about a guy had posted this uh, picture of this apartment yeah. that he saw online that was his apartment. 
that he had rented in like 2014 or something like that, not too long ago. Yeah. And it was like $700 a month. Yeah. It was like, a, I think it was either one bedroom or a studio. It was now 2000 and some odd dollars a month. For a studio? Yeah. yeah. Then that was in San Francisco. So, yeah, you can cap at 5% increase, but nobody can even afford to live in these. And, and Portland's just getting is, is bad, you yeah. know? So it's like you've already priced out everybody of the market. Right. And now you're saying you're going to put a cap on it. Yeah, after they're already priced out. I mean, I, it's good, but I know, what do you do about the people that have 43% of homelessness, yeah. in, a 43% increase in homelessness? It is not... It is people that are working poor. Right. Because they can't afford the rents in right. the cities where they work or live or right. used to live. Right. So, I mean, yeah. it's good and it's not going to help. I mean, it might help unless you I pass, like, unless you're, like, unless Bezos no. raises, you know, Talking wages so that his, right. you know, employees could live. Exactly. In decent housing. Right. So they have a living wage so that they can afford housing. Right. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't have a full-time job and not have housing. No. No. That That is a problem. That's something wrong. That is a fundamental problem. That, that is problem. something wrong. Yeah. yeah. That is very much something wrong there. All right. And I, and, to... and I think that should be any, like, right. any job. Like, give, you know, fast food workers, if they, they don't give people full-time work anyway. Right. So, and it was typically a kid's job, but right. now we know. But now we have people that are grown adults. Yeah, grown adults working those jobs. And they, those people cannot afford. They cannot. They're, you know, to be able to live in a house. Yeah. yeah. Relying on just that salary. And some can't even afford an apartment. No, no. Yeah. So, so what we do we got? Some other we got ladies that we have need to take their affordable, jobs off to sell their We need affordable housing. We need affordable housing. <laughs> yes. The, the, all these high rises that are being built here in Portland. None of them are affordable housing. No. So we need, you can only develop if this percentage is going to be a affordable housing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that should be the rule. Yeah. You can't build a, a, an apartment complex unless a certain percentage is, is slated for affordable housing yeah. for people and, that and, are making. And yet there's always those little loopholes where they're looking for the right kind right. of renter. Exactly. You know, yeah. for that affordable well, housing. Well, and the bullshit, Because they around... did that at uh, the old villa. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Know, exactly. they priced people out of yeah. there. Yeah. So they couldn't afford to go back. Yeah. And I think the other issue, too, is so even renting now, like, there are places that are requiring a minimum credit score. Oh, Rich, if yeah. I had a minimum credit score, I'd buy a fucking house. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, fucking, that's, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be renting if I had good credit no. and could get a fucking home right. loan. So fuck you, like right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think there's th always the loophole. This is a good direction. I think that we need to go further. Yeah, and we need sure. to take a break. Yeah. We're back. Two. What are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? Finishing where? up with some rapid fire. I want to say where. What was everything again? Where crazy never, crazy sleeps, never sleeps and the stories never end. That's what it is. I don't know why I keep forgetting that. I don't that. know. Yeah. Where crazy never sleeps. Because the stories never end. There you go. Yeah. All right. Rapid fire. Uh, finishing it up here at the Bridgetown Invitational Bowling Tournament. My uh, rapid fire. Rapid fire. What you got? Is going to be coming from loyal listener in San Diego. Okay. What's so it, all what, of them are going to be. What's they got? 
this one is school turns down free Chick-fil-A in honor of LGBTQ staff. Yes, I read that article actually. Oh, yeah. Well, can you yeah. bring it to the table? Well, I think it was on my list, but I know it was one of those I didn't get to. Okay. Um, I like it. I like uh, You like Chick-fil-A? I've never eaten it. I won't eat it. It's hate food. Okay. Well, I food. do have you had it? Have you had it? I do have a listener who shall be named unnamed, unnamed but she listener. knows who she is. Who, who eats Chick-fil-A. You know, in the confessional. She eats Chick-fil-A. She had Chick-fil-A. Oh. And, and she said it's good, huh? Oh, she said it was delish. Well, I mean, if we're gonna delish. if we're gonna make admissions, I have someone oh my in my life in the confessional. And I've talked to him about it several times. But it's all in the confessional. It. He has eaten it. And it says it's delicious. And I said, I can't, I can't do it. All right. I can't do it. Because here's no Chick-fil-A is delish. Uh, I there's part of me that wants to try it so badly, but I just can't do it. Yeah. You know? And I've thought about like there's people who will um one of the ways that you can do like if you're gonna eat at a place like that. Yeah. Then you turn around and give a donation to like an LGBTQ organization in the oh, same amount yeah. that you spent. Quid pro quo. So it, yeah, basically yeah, evens yeah. it out, right? And so I've thought about that. If it, if I if I break and I get down to it, yeah, I'll just make sure to make a nice donation to a you know LGBTQ organization, um, Basic Rights Oregon probably. And bowling, bowling, Bridgetown. Yeah, the uh, Igbo. Yes, you Ikbo. know because if if I break, yeah, and I have to have it. But I haven't broke yet. Yeah. But, I mean, I've eaten In-N-Out. And I will go down to Kaiser and give me some In-N-Out once they finish that restaurant. Okay. And apparently they're kind of conservative Republican-type More so right. than Chick? More than well, chick. I, don't, I don't know if they, they are, like, overtly anti-gay. Yeah. But um, they definitely lean to the right. Well, I appreciate the fact that they actually took a stand. I think so, too. I think you that's know. how you do it. You vote with your money. Yeah. You vote with your money. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's yours? All right. Monkey sharpens rock and uses it to smash through glass enclosure at zoo. Shut the front door. Sharpens rock. Sharpened the rock and threw and it at the glass and broke it. We have Caesar. Yeah. This is the Caesar. Yeah. yeah. Now I did read this and I watched the video. It's, it was in China. Uh-huh. And um and they said they've had to remove all the rocks and everything from the enclosure because he he knows how to use What tools. kind of experiments are they doing? I know, here? right? It's uh Planet of the kinda, um it's You heard a, it here, folks. What is it? Uh Capesis musibus, the, the white-faced capuchin monkeys. Oh, okay. That's what kind of monkey it is. And apparently he this knows is how to use this. This is a start. Well, it is China. China be doing some, All kinds you of know, stuff. So, um, yeah. Wow. And it scared him away. Like, when he threw it and it, sh it was, it's a, you know, a shatterproof switch. So yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, open up. Yeah. Um, so you see him in the video, and he throws in it, in it, you know, and he, because he knew. runs off. Oh, oh they're coming! Holy they're shit! Coming. They got me! They got me! <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah! Wow! It's happening, wow. people! It's happening! Heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking news! All right, All right, what you got next? New California law requires later start times for schools. Yo, know, I think that's smart. These kids don't. Kids don't. I don't function at that early time. 
I can't stand waking I up that early. I hate and waking up. I only take my son to school one day a week. What time does he start? I hate it. He has to be there at eight. Yeah, which means my your ass gotta be up. Gotta be up early, and I'm like, I can't take it. I can't stand it. What time you gotta be at work? I gotta be there at eight thirty. Oh, yeah. But it's you know, I drop him off by eight, and then it's a leisure drive. Right, right. You know, I'm not in a rush. But I just to get hate up getting up early. I just hate to getting take up. him there. I know. I'm like, uh, well, and there's studies that show about kids aren't their brains are not equipped to to do that hours. Those hours, like they they function better from like ten to like mid afternoon, yeah. and, and they're like, they're paying more attention then. They're more engaged. Um, so I think that's great. I yeah. think that's a great idea. I uh, think that's so do I because kids do stay up later. Right. Yeah. Because that's how their that's how their rhythms are. Like if they're, I, if I was they're more of a swing mom, shift yes. than than they are a day shift. If I was a stay at home mom, yes, I'd have my kids in a rhythm. Right. You, you go to you know you do the but by the time I get home, pick him up. Yep. Jujitsu. Yep. This. You're yep. coming home at you know eight eight o'clock. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. Uh, you know, by that time it's like ten. Yeah, he's going to bed. Exactly, and it's eleven pushing when he. Well, and then falls forget asleep. about when he gets in high school. Right. You know, like if he plays any kind of sports, you got practice after school, homework, and then you gotta get home. You gotta do dinner, yeah. do your homework. Yeah, nine ten o'clock, you're ready to go to bed. Right. No, it should be. It and should then be with late social start. media, you gotta check your, oh. you know, Insta, yep. your Facebook, you gotta do your, your Instagram, snappies, snappy chatters, the whole thing. Uh, what's up app? Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I like it. I like. I like it. the yeah. For All sure. right. I wish they would have had that when I was born. Right. Ugh. You know, woman who said officer removed her tampon. What tampon will receive two hundred and five thousand dollars? San Antonio approved the payout to Natalie Sims, forty, who said in a lawsuit that the officer violated her rights during a cavity search on the street in two thousand sixteen. This is on the street. In public, on the street, during a traffic stop. Hold out her tampon. Why is he doing... I don't give a... I know. I know. Searching... Was there any probable cause? Like, was there a a crack residue I did not read the whole story and I'm not going to pay the New York Times or the Washington Post to read it. That, but... um, That's worse than the urinal, too. Well, and the thing is, is that at any point you have probable cars to do a search and you want to do a cavity search, you have to get a warrant for that. And And take them to the station. Exactly. And take them to the station, not on the side of the road. Yeah. He should be fired. It It was a female officer. She should so be fired. So it said, shine the light into her underwear, reached in, and pulled out their tampon. She reached in? Yeah. The officer reached in? Yep. Oh, hell. She should be fired. All, all of this happened in, in public. She should be fired. Absolutely. She yeah. should be fired. Yep. That yep. is. And so how much did she cost the city? Uh, $205,000. She's lucky. Yeah. I think she should get more than that. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. yeah. For the humiliation? Yeah. I mean, no. she did say, no. the, the attorney did say, no amount of money will replace what's been taken from Natalie, yeah. which was her dignity. Yes. Yeah. How would you? For I mean, sure. 
How would you? How do you? How do you bounce back from that? I mean, you're just uh, you're traumatized. You're just traumatized for, sure. for life. Like here's this officer that has the weight of the law. That yeah. They could do right. it. It can arrest you. Exactly. And, and you know, people are like, well, they can't arrest you for nothing. Yes, it, they yeah, can. Yeah, they do it all the time. And they can write whatever. Make up whatever. Their word yep. is what allows them to do that. Exactly. And if they breach that, yeah. they need to be gone. It's not what they can prove. It's what they can probable cause. And if it's violated, mm-hmm. you got to go. Exactly. You got to go. Ugh. All right, uh, what's your last one? Uh, my last one. Stock up now because a tequila shortage may be on the horizon. <gasps> what? Agave prices what? are skyrocketing. Oh, I wonder if there's a drought or something. Well, no, because agave is a, a plant. desert plant. Yeah. Maybe I wonder it, what's going on down there, Mexico? Maybe it's these terrors. Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, yeah. Or maybe they're just saying... Or maybe they're saying, people? fuck you. You want our tequila? Then quit then, fucking putting yeah. people in concentration camps. We're trying to build some fake wall that's yeah. not going to do nothing exactly. but just ruin the scenery. Fucking air. Yeah. You so, know, I'm, I'm, drink it up. I, I'm not really a tequila fan, per se. Occasionally, I'll have a margarita, but it's got to be made with really good tequila. I don't like tequila. I don't like the taste of, like, just, like, Jose Cuervo, regular, yeah. well... I, I got to have the good shit. Yeah. I got to have the good, the top smooth, shelf. and you don't get that is, tequila flavor. Is Jose top shelf? No. No, Jose is, like, well... That's, you know, that's well like drink. Shelf? That's, like, yeah. You know, that's, like, the well drink that they get, um, you know. Okay. Like, top shelf would be, like, Patron or Ornitos wow. or... Heredera, um, Tres Generaciones. Hey, you know, all kinds of brands. I mean, I did I grow know. up in a, in a, I did kind of grow up in a liquor store. <laughs> I don't know. My mom worked in a liquor store. I spent a lot of time at the liquor store as a child. Wow. <laughs> we didn't yeah. have a babysitter. <laughs> I spent my time at the liquor store. So I learned, I learned what good alcohol was. I mean, it did come in handy when I went to college because I'm like, I ain't taking that cheap shit because I ain't getting a fucking hangover. Because mama gave me. Because mama told me, drink good alcohol, you don't get a hangover. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's got to be real Didn't top I shelf. Didn't I say, crazy never sleeps? <laughs> Stories never end. <laughs> Andrew. All right. Andrew is back. How you doing, uh, babe? Oh, my God. With his... Uh, Oh, we got to get yeah, pictures of that shit for the fans. website. Oh yeah, for sure. We got to um, get pictures of that. Of we got to get. We got to get all of that. Yeah. yeah. I think Andrew should be on the uh, next. Uh, I think yeah, RuPaul's we're gonna have to do. Oh yes. He'd be, he'd be fantastic. Oh, all right. My final rapid story. Uh, rapid fire story. Rapper. Rapper fire story. Ow. Um, mastiff named Floyd has to be rescued after the 190-pound dog gets too tired while on a hike. What? Several hikers called police to report the dog and his owner were on the trail and were not able to move. Salt Lake County Search and Rescue shared. Poor Floyd. I'm Floyd. I can relate to Floyd. All right. I can relate to Floyd. (laughs) So you rest up the dog. I guess he wouldn't move. I read the story. Okay. Like, but, but you rest him up. Or is it like, hey, nightfall is happening. Nightfall was happening. So okay. um, so I guess what happened was they were hiking and they kind of took the wrong, I think they took like the wrong Y or yeah. something like that. They didn't mean to go as far as they did. Yeah. And so they got to that point and they're trying to come back, I and guess. Floyd and Floyd was out. like, I can't do this. I'm 190 pounds. I can't. 
and I guess he just laid down in the middle of the trail. And, said, and the owner uh, owner was ready to just stay the night with him yeah. and just sleep there until yeah. he was able to get enough energy to go back. Yeah. Um, but search and rescue went up and got him. And there's pictures, and he's in, you know, that, like, oh, yeah, wire rack thing, see. bed thing that yeah. they carry. He's just sitting in there, and at one point, he's, like, head's laying down. And you can tell he's tired. He is Like, tired. big boy's 190 pounds. Obviously, you didn't condition the dog to do that. Well, a 190-pound Mastiff is not meant to go hiking, number one. But, again, they did not mean to go well, as far as they did. That was Emily. not... She well, ran a marathon, okay? Uh, <laughs> Come on. What is this wimpy dog doing? Shouldn't he be able to do it? Hike? You're stupid. Emily's running marathons oh, with her body type. Stupid. Come on. Um, I'm Floyd. I can relate to you, Floyd. You know, as big kids, we're not made for that kind of stuff. We stay at the lower levels. We don't need to go hiking. We don't need to go climbing the mountains. You Emily, know? this is for you too, girl. <laughs> Emily, don't go marathoning. Don't or, go chasing marathons. Or hiking. All yeah. Right? Just, That's just what she's going to do next. To say she climbed Mount Everest or some <laughs> shit like that. All right, All everyone. Right. We're going to wrap it up here. Yeah, thanks um, to Bridgetown. Thanks to the Bridgetown Invitational Bowlers yeah. that participated in our interviews. Thanks to uh, Jeff, Nick, Karen. A shout Jason out to and Andrew Kellogg Bowl. Kellogg Bowl. Uh, yep. Here in Milwaukee. Their little food. Tyler. Yep. I told him I'd give him a shout out. Okay. Uh, um, the sliders were good. The I had a the hamburger. Onion rings were more like mm, onions. Got a little too you know, crispy too on the onion rings. But I think might have been nervous. Yeah. He was a little worried out. now. He's going to be famous for yeah. his sliders. Yeah. Little 15 minutes away. Um, I had the cheeseburger. Uh, took off the bun. Um, to stay carb free. To stay lower carb. But oh, I mean, I did eat the fries. The fries were good. They were oh. crispy. They're well seasoned. Oh, good. Um, yeah, so nice little bowling alley here in Milwaukee. So if you uh, How many lanes? uh I don't know, twelve let's see. I can't see all the way down at the other end. Like about fifteen? Um 15 well lanes? I see sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, May twenty four. Oh, twenty four yeah, lanes. Okay. Yeah. And it's a and it's um nice. So, yeah, if you're in Milwaukee area, yeah. come to Kellogg Bowl and enjoy a game of bowling. Or bridge or, or gonna when have you're their up in uh, Seattle and you want to go bowling, go to West Seattle Bowl. Yeah. And the uh, national, no, national tournament. Uh, Big Bow. Yeah. International Gay Bowling Associate Organization tournament yes. is in May uh, 2020 Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Um, and it's going to be, I forgot the other name of the alley that they're going to use. But West Seattle, that's who we're focusing on. I know it was somewhere in Buren. Yeah, I can't Some remember the name Buren. of it. But really, we want to we want to shout out West Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Seattle. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And All nos right. vemos. Adios. Daisy? Daisy? What's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?